welcome to Insomnia, a life in 21 sleeps. Too many sleepless nights have got me thinking about, well, sleep. So in these podcasts, I'll adventure back through a lifetime of sleeps. So here they are, 21 of them. One for each year of my sleeping life. A little life rounded by sleep. Seven, a troubled sleep. Of course, not all sleeps are relaxing or restful or even sleepy. They are necessary Even in fear, sleep can be necessary. It's a cottage, they said. In the countryside, they said. Have it for a couple of days. There'll be no one around. It's not been used in the last few years. Sitting in the grime of a dingy office, Beside the fuggy hiss of the Calagas heater, I imagined white stone walls, dishevelled thatch, a long green lane, and a few sods of tangy turf glowing warm in the hearth. I nodded a thank you. I finished early on Friday and threw my coat across my back. Jealously, someone looked up from paper and pen. You know, a soldier was shot in the cottage next door. They smiled. But you'll be fine. They smiled. The bus jittered nervously out of the city. Pubs with grills and heavy, bolted metal doors. A hotel with a barbed wire fence. Rows of brick terrace with dark, missing teeth. Burnt-out windows, boarded doors. We wove and stopped and eased past the barracks. Adrenaline-filled squaddies younger than a young me crouched behind oily machine guns. The dull roar of the engine opened, and the grey streets trailed behind us, washing into forty shades of green fields. There was a green lane, lined by grass and bracken, and straight, tumbled-down dry stone walls. But the two cottages at the end were faced with concrete and hooded with broken asbestos tiles. My spirits dropped, and even further, when there was no key on the rusty nail. I eased my way through briar and bramble and found a window ajar. 
I clambered in. No air had moved in this place for years. It smelt of home long past. Strangers' lives long past, left. Broken furniture, damp embossed paper hanging in mouldy ribbons from the ceiling. A mug stained with ancient tea. There was a grate. When was the last time it had warmed this joyless place? Upstairs, probably bedrooms. But I wanted to explore no further. Outside, the afternoon dusk was gathering, pulling its coat around itself and preparing for a long winter night. I set off over a mile of fields, dark grey clouds marching across distant bogs. The shop was a bright sparkle of light in an empty street. I bought bread and bacon and a bag of coal. I paid with smiles and thank yous but was given scowls and suspicion for change. Eyes watched from behind closed curtains as my English boots echoed back down the road. I unrolled my mat on the grimy carpet before the fire and wriggled into my sleeping bag, carefully and silently, not to disturb any sleeping ghosts. The glow of the great became the world, reassuring, a heart of safety. But beyond, the shadowy walls behind me, the empty rooms above, the creaking trees, the house next door. Of course, sleep would not come. So I tried to enter that twilight world of neither sleep nor waking. But rats scratched through my mind. Crows pecked at my thoughts. I heard the soldier in the darkness. What foolish decisions had brought him to this place? What hopes of excitement and adventure had hauled him out of his city life to end here, tied to a chair, waiting in the darkness for the closeness of the shot he would not hear. The night was barely evening when I was startled out of these waking dreams by the murmur of a car, low gears whining, wheels thudding 
on uneven track, and on the fire-flickering walls a different light moving closer. I crawled to the window. Two headlamps jumped and spluttered like eyes approaching. How do you describe that fear? What words, what pencil on paper can do that? My heart thumped? No. I froze? No. My veins turned to ice? No. There was no fight or flight, just a kind of before deadness. The headlights took form, a dark car with the silhouette of driver and passenger. It pulled up beside the gate, the engine died. The headlights dulled to black. Silence. Waiting. For searching footsteps. Drawn to a glowing fire. A smashed door. Waiting. No clever plans of escape. Just the gradual dawning that there is no hero in me. Waiting. The engine coughs to life. And the car reverses. The headlights amble back down the track. I stare at the window. Only darkness now, and the flickering firelit reflection of my own face, unfamiliar, a shadowy, unwanted me. I crawl back to the fire, and exhaustion sets in. The need for sleep is desperation. The fear is gone. Now the body is empty. This sleep is not about rest. This sleep will be escape. The only way to make it through to morning and to leave this forsaken place.